What is up, people? You are listening to another episode of the Imperial Broadcast. I'm your host, Jamari Stewart, joined, as always, by my co-host, Kendall Stewart. Kendall, what is up? Yeah, what's up, Shamari? Uh, we're kind of rocking in the new year now. January 10th, first show of the new year for New Generation Podcast Network. New, new year, new but, decade, new Star Wars. Yeah, new decade, yes. Uh, but, um... So you know this is this this should be interesting. You know I'm uh I, I got to knock the rust off a little bit. It's been a while, but uh yes, you know a lot has happened. A lot has happened. Some stuff, almost too much stuff, to where we may maybe some stuff we missed or some stuff we won't get to. But a lot of major stuff happened in the Star Wars universe since our last show. You know the Mandalorian ended, got renewed for season two, announced. Um. We know, you know, obviously Rise of Skywalker numbers are coming in. Uh, we're getting new shows announced, potentially. We're getting, you know, characters in new shows, potentially. So a lot of stuff to get to. Um, but I'm excited. These are the better shows, or the shows where we wait a little bit, and then we have a lot to talk about, rather than, you know, if we do show on, a show on top of a show on top of a show, and then we don't really, we don't have a lot of substance. We have plenty to talk about. I mean, this could go for three hours. Hopefully not, but right. Right. <laughs> but, <Calm down. laughs> but he um, But yeah, so we, it's true. We do have a lot to talk about. There's a lot of stuff that we that we have missed. We have been very busy, as everybody has, with the holidays and the New Year's and all uh, everything. Just life in general uh, taking over everybody's lives. But um, uh, but yeah, there's a lot of stuff. I'm sure there's a lot of stuff we're gonna look over or, or miss. Just it just happens, but. Uh, we'll try to get to as much stuff as we can. Uh, so first, um, uh, we want to talk about the Rise of Skywalker, um, the aftermath of it all. Um, you know, if you listen to our review show, which you should definitely check out if you haven't checked it out already, uh, you know how we feel. We personally feel about the movie. Um, but here, we're just going to focus on the reception, the aftermath, the box office numbers, etc. So, uh, as far as I can tell from right so far, the box office is close to hitting a billion. I believe it's at a, uh, above nine hundred million. Um, I, and from what I had seen, from when I was tracking the box office numbers, it seemed to have been doing similarly to how the Last Jedi did, which was, um, I mean, it was making a lot of money, uh, but it wasn't hitting kind of Force Awakens numbers. You know, it wasn't, um, you know, it. I would say it was not, it was not the complete smash, destroy the box office success that you know you would have expected this type, this kind of movie to be. Um, uh, and as for the uh, just the reception from everybody, it seems to be pretty split from what I can tell. When it comes to general audience, um, people like it, but the general audience seems to like a lot of stuff <laughs> as long as it's not, and it look it's. Just in terms of you just want to go grab popcorn and watch something for two hours. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's Yeah, good. it's better than a lot of bad movies, man. There are a lot of bad There are movies. a lot of very, very bad there movies. There are a lot of average movies that just have nothing to them. And, like, yeah. it's better than a lot of those movies. Yeah. You know? you know, it's... You could have... You could enjoy yourself watching the movie. If you just... Um, if you say to yourself, I'm gonna, like, just pretend that a lot of stuff that doesn't make sense makes sense. You know, just pretend that I'm just gonna believe everything that I'm seeing... The movie is good. It's fine. It's a very yeah. good movie in that sense. There's just a lot of plot holes and stuff to pick from and right. unexplained things that are frustrating. Sure, exactly. So, um, 
so yeah. So in terms of general audience, a lot of people like it. You know, which is I pretty much expect it to be completely honest. Um, I'll surprise so many people seem to not like The Last Jedi, personally. Um, I mean, and from what I can see in The Last Jedi, I feel like a lot of people still enjoyed it because it still yeah. it still did well in the box office. It didn't like fail. Yeah, in the box office, a lot of the hatred to Last Jedi, a lot of it is surrounding Luke's character, right? Yeah. Uh, and just what they what they did with the stories of Rey and Snoke and stuff, um, that, that that caused a lot of the strife. Luke's character, I think, was at the the, the, the forefront. Yeah, that's why they did yeah. the whole retcon and Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> but JJ loved he loved the Last Jedi. He loved Ryan Johnson's movie. Oh boy. Um, so yeah, that's all. That's a whole other thing. But um, but yeah. So I mean. Look, it, 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 this box office it, it, it validates Kathleen Kennedy's decision to go, go away from trilogies and it, <laughs> move yeah, on from the honestly. Skywalker saga. Yeah, you know, like exactly. I, people are tired of that at this point. If right. you're not gonna make epic stories, then I don't want to. I don't want to see these characters. I, yeah, you know. And, and and by the way, Kendall, I'm gonna make it audible. Uh-oh. Uh, make it audible Uh-oh. live on on Imperial Broadcast. Fifty two. Um, but I'm making oh, it audible. Wow. So we gotta talk about this. Um, this JJ cut. I was thinking that. Yeah, I was gonna bring it up as well. This, yeah, this JJ cut r- rumor. Yeah, that you know, we got the that, Reddit guy. That it exists. It's out there somewhere. And JJ is depressed, or he was depressed for the past several months yeah, in making six months. the movie. Six months he was depressed and upset because he saw the Disney cut. Yeah. And they had made all these edits and changes to the movie <laughs> that he did not want to be in the movie. The, the and thing, he was blindsided they by They said it. that he saw this at the premiere. <laughs> I don't, the guy was like, they went to the premiere and saw a movie that they did not expect. <laughs> Nonsense. <laughs> impossible. I mean, well, okay. I've so never worked on a movie. A, you know, a Reddit rumor. I've never worked on a movie. I've never pretended to work on a movie. I know nothing about the filmmaking process from an advanced level. But I can I, I would be shocked <laughs> if a director hadn't seen his movie multiple times that, in the lead up to the premiere. That would be complete tabloid just crazy be drama. Because the the, the, the the Reddit guy is making it seem as if Disney completely buried JJ Abrams essentially. That like he disrespected them, he disrespected JJ, or they disrespected JJ in the worst way possible as a filmmaker. And if that was the case, why would JJ play nice? Why? Because the whole process going into the Last Jedi from the premiere to the post premiere was it was positive. Kendall, the rumor is that he this this all ties into him leaving. Right, going he's, going to to, he's going to Warner Brothers. <laughs> they want to tank his. They want to take his brand. They're trying to destroy his they brand. They want to tank Brad Robot. And destroy Bad Robot by destroying the movie, essentially. Which and doesn't really it, affect it's, anything. Because this movie... Very, very bizarre. Uh, it's polarizing. It's controversial. A lot of people don't like it. We're not fans of it that much. But it's not so bad to where I'm going to think twice about seeing anything Warner Brothers with J.J. Abrams. Exactly. I'm just not going to maybe think twice about seeing a future bad robot movie. It's not movie. like the new Fantastic Four reboot bad. If, if, if the movie like, was that bad, then yes. I would be like, Ugh, I don't know if I can ever see another J.J. <laughs> or I'd have to really think about it. Right. You know, I'm I, like Josh Trank. If I see Josh Trank's name on a movie, I have to, yeah, the, uh, I have to double take. 
M. Night Shyamalan, I see his name, I'm like, uh, I think of Avatar. Or I think of The Last Airbender. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, man. You know, like, there are certain directors out there that can never shake a bad movie. This movie's not that bad. So whatever their grand scheme to mess up Warner Brothers to tank their own movie, it just doesn't make any sense. Right. Uh, Collider yeah. Frosty came out and says it's all fan, fan fiction. None of it's okay. true. So I, I, so I don't know. Kendall, is there a J.J. cut? Does it exist? His director's cut would probably, you know, five, six extra scenes. <laughs> but all the, and look, I'm not saying there was no studio meddling. I'm not saying Kathleen Kennedy's imprint isn't on this movie. Okay. Iger's imprint isn't on this movie. I'm sure it is. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff in there that says, oh, J.J. did not want the Raylo kiss, and Disney said, put it in. Stuff like that, where Disney just said, no, you're going to put this and in And that's possible. I, I mean, that's possible. You know, I... It was very awkward. It was very weird. I mean, yeah, it was awkward. It was just it was it one of the weirdest parts of the movie. Yeah. Uh, it just didn't make any sense. But I don't know. That's one of the things where you have to ask JJ. And if you ask JJ about it, he'll give you a answer that suggests that he was behind the decision. Exactly. So, I mean, and some people, look, some people are very media trained, you know, like, so they they know how to give answers that sometimes aren't the, the, the truth. <laughs> you know, sometimes you can, you can, you can make... You can answer questions in the media that just just don't represent what actually happened in real life, but I, I can't imagine anything that I've seen from JJ in the media has suggested everything that I've seen has suggested that the movie that we got is the movie he wanted to make on some level. Yeah, um, yeah. So I'm in agreement. I I don't I for the large part I don't agree. I don't believe the rumors because um, they seem just so outlandish of in course, terms yeah. of JJ being so not in control and so upset over it for such a long period of time. Yeah, it's so ridiculous. Like, that's, like, very bizarre. Um, so, very, very unusual. Um, so, yeah. It's now, very on, on the box office, do you feel like this underwhelming performance, not bad, but under, underwhelming performance indicates any sort of Star Wars fatigue? Or that, you know, the future of Star Wars financially is not nearly what it was or what it projected to be at this point, post-Force Awakens. Um, uh, Star Wars fatigue? Um, hmm. I don't think this boss office is due to Star Wars fatigue. Is there Star Wars fatigue? Maybe. Um, I think maybe even just in terms of the movies. I think there may be Star Wars fatigue. Um, I mean, geez, and that's, and that's coming from me, a Star Wars stan, you know, who loves going to see Star Wars movies. But, you know, the more it comes out, the less of a special experience it becomes to see a Star Wars movie. Yes. Yeah. Right, I guess I'll see the Star Wars movie. Right. You know? So, I mean, yeah, there may be some Star Wars fatigue. I don't think that's why this box office is underwhelming. But why is there Star Wars fatigue and not Marvel? Beyond the fact that Marvel... And maybe it's simple enough to say, oh, Marvel making better movies. But, you know, like, Rogue One was a great movie that can stand up with any Marvel movie. But a lot of Marvel movies, you know? Mm -hmm. And the problem is, it's just there's for every Rogue One, you have a solo. Or a Rise of Skywalker. (laughs) And, you know, Disney, if you're not batting a thousand, people tend to, they tend to be skeptical, as we've seen with DC. You know, I, I look, I, I think that there is some level of fatigue, 
you know, um, I don't think that, you know, Disney made a mistake buying Star Wars or, oh, no. you know, that they regret their decision or they should stop making Star Wars movies for the foreseeable future. I, I think they're still probably their most profitable brand outside of Marvel, I would say. So, like, yeah, I mean, but that doesn't mean, but I just don't think that we're going to see anytime soon, like, Star Wars movies just automatically making a billion. Just, like, it's nothing. Mm. You know, like, right. I, I think if they're going to make a billion, it's because, like, there's a real, like, there's a real reason, whether it be the, the cast, you know, a certain actors in it, or right. the story is just so, like, you know, grandiose that it's going to make that kind of money. But, like, the days of, like, Solo, a movie like Solo trying to make, you know, a billion dollars, like, that's, that's not going to happen. Just purely based on Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah, it's a sad, it's a sad thing to see. <laughs> um, so, uh, I'm going to make another Audible and uh, jump into another topic that you had brought up to me, which is, is there, there's word um, that we're moving into a new era of Star Wars that yes. is being called the High Republic. Not the Old Republic? No, not the Old Republic. Benioff and Weiss have left of the... Star Wars family, um, so it is the High Republic, um, uh, which I don't know how I feel about that name, but maybe it'll grow on me. Yeah, but it's called being called the High Republic. The era itself is an era I'm interested in, uh, according to Jason Ward from Making Star Wars. Um, this is 400 years before the Skywalker saga, and it is going to have Yoda. He's going to be around. Years, they say 600 or 200 years before after Darth Bane. I forgot how, I believe how long he said after. Years. Yeah. Or but, after Darth Bane's, you know, Rule of Two. Yeah, after the know. Rule of Two started. Yeah. But, um, uh, so, um, but yeah, 400 years before the Skywalker saga, um, uh, but it's not necessarily the Old Republic, um, so it is right. still in the, the Rule of Two is active, there's an army of Sith, there is not an army of Sith, there is not an army of, well, I mean, there are a lot of Jedi, but... Yeah, they're not warring with the Sith actively. Galaxy's in the state of relative peace. Yeah, Jedi are peacekeepers in the galaxy. This is what they do. You know, just like you know, if you read any stories pre, um, the pre episode two, that's the state that the galaxy's in. The Jedi are peacekeepers going to this planet, hailing this issue, that issue, whatever you want to call it. Um. It's an interesting decision. I have, you know, uh, I very much enjoy all materials that take place pre the Clone Wars and even pre Phantom Menace. Yeah. Um, it's just something it it's just it's always very good material. Uh, and I think it's the one of the main reasons for that is it gets people's creative juices flowing. You know, it's not just, OK, I got to find a way to put Han Solo in the story, you know, or I got to find a way to put. Darth Vader in the story, you know, where you know what you're going to expect. You, yeah. You know exactly what you're going to get. You know when it's going to happen. You can see, you can predict everything. Like, this Old, old Republic or pre, um, or prequel trilogy, near prequel trilogy, or pre-prequel trilogy, whatever, like, that stuff is new. You don't know what you're going to see. Yeah. You have no idea what you're going to see. You know, you're going to have Jedi. They're going to be fighting someone or something somewhere, but you don't know what it is, um, which is always very, very fun. Yeah. The Rule of Two is very much in effect. This is pre, especially this era, it's pre-Sidious, but the rule of two is still active. Um, Plagueis, 
was Sidious's master. Right. He was not hundreds of years old, so I highly doubt we're going to get anything Plagueis related. <laughs> but um, unless they just completely change the canon, which they can. They can do whatever they want. They can do whatever they want. They want to make Plagueis 5,000 years old. Yeah. Turn him into another Snoke or something. Yeah, they could do that. Palpatine. They could absolutely do that. But, um, but yeah. So, I mean, so it's pre Plagueis. But I love the Dark Plagueis novel um, because it, it was, you know, a Sidious kind of origin story. It was also, it was, it was pre uh, Phantom Menace and then pre Clone Wars. It kind of went through these different eras. And it, boy. You know, that time period is just because the, the Sith, they're in the rule of two. They're so manipulative and they're so maniacal. Yeah. And just all, the, their goal is just to obtain power. That's just what that's all their goal is, is just to obtain power and to but to be in the shadows and trying to obtain that power. Right. And it's just very cool to see. So I'm hopeful that we're going to get some really cool stuff here. And that, um, you know, it is a little bit disappointing that it's not the Old Republic because the Old Republic is fantastic. We recently got a confirming that Revan is canon because um, uh, he's mentioned in the uh, visual dictionary, visual guide for Rise of Skywalker. Revan, along with a bunch of other famous Sith yeah, uh, in the past who were previously non-canon. So that's very good news. Um, but... Yeah, this is I. I'm very excited. I'm. This is very exciting news. I enjoy this time period, and I enjoy those Jedi stories and Republic stories. Yeah, the Republic is an interesting entity. People, I don't know why people hate the Republic so much. That's something I never understood. I'm. I grew up with the prequels, so I'm biased. Just like the people that grow up grow up with this trilogy are going to be biased about this trilogy. You know. So I. So <laughs> like. They? Well, I mean, I apparently I ain't, I ain't, I ain't, people I were crying buying. when they saw the Raylo kiss. Apparently, so that's so true. I don't know. Yeah, I can imagine the, that, the kids. Yeah, kids are gonna be going crazy ten years from now, saying, "Why are you old? Why are you old? Oldies yeah. upset? Boomers? Yeah, you boomer. Yeah, yeah, okay, boomer. You know, that's <laughs> gonna be saying that to me. <laughs> so, like, you know, I so I'm partial to that. Look, the Republic is an interesting entity. You know, there's a lot of yeah, there's politics. It's not litigation. It's not a bunch of court meetings and hearings. Yeah. It is them trying to keep peace. There's the huts. There's gangs. There's Sith out there. Um, they're, they're there. Um, you know, uh, in whether it be in the form of, of uh, people like Maul and having these, these gangs and whatnot. Uh, in the shadows, there's the underworld. Um, I mean, there's a lot of other things going on. You know, there's there's... A political BS with the the doesn't necessarily have to be the Trade Federation, but the banking clan and other things where they're they're uh, you know uh, they're keeping uh, planets and civilizations and being able to get aid and and all kinds of stuff where it's like yo this is like this is good stuff this is what this is what world building is right this is world building at its finest and I want to see it happen so I'm excited. Uh, but Kendall, what do you what do you think about this high yeah, republic, nah. all this stuff? Yeah, I mean, the uh, it's interesting. Um, according to Jason Ward, this was supposed to be the the the, the Kevin not the Kevin Feige. It was supposed to be the, the Benioff and Weiss trilogy before they jumped off. Mm. Um, I you know is this gonna be what Kevin Feige's working on now? 
possibly. It doesn't necessarily seem like that's something that he would do, but I don't know. You know, I don't know what he wants to do. Um, it's such a blank canvas, uh, especially these stories. Like, since there's no real stories taking place there, you can kind of tell whatever you want. Um, I would just imagine that they have a very specific story that they want to tell there, and that I don't think they're just gonna give him free reign to tell anything. Um, but what I will say, this this scoop is almost if the if the puzzle pieces have aligned, this. This scoop is almost 100% accurate. The way, like, he comes out with this this week. Someone pointed out that uh, an excerpt in the, the Dooku's Jedi Lost uh, book by Caven Scott uh, references the High Republic. Caven uh, Scott is also going to be working on Project Luminous, mm-hmm. which... Uh, Which is also rumored to be. Yeah, exactly. We're going to be related on some level to the High Republic. Um, There's even an excerpt in an upcoming story, or a story that could potentially be out now, like that has uh, that references the High Republic as an as a uh, an era of expanded Jedi activity throughout the galaxy. So um, that seems to be the hint of what. The fact that all stuff is coming out now, right? You know about the High Republic, you know officially and unofficially, it suggests that like this is, almost has to be what mm-hmm. they're what they're planning on doing. And there's so much that you can, there's so much that you can do, so much more that you can do in the galaxy with this galaxy than just um, Palpatine versus you know a, a Palpatine versus a Skywalker. I mean, there's Dark Jedi, there's, uh, you know, all, you know, betrayals, and, yeah, and there's there's so much, there's so much that you can do that is just not just rebels, who's the rebels, Yeah, who's the Empire? And even you you think about, in in the, in Jason Ward's video where he talks about it, he also mentions how Yoda could be a younger character in, in these stories, and think about... How popular Baby Yoda is, like at this point, you put Yoda in a movie, that's making a ton of money just based off of Baby Yoda. Yoda is a mainstream character, like in pop culture at this point. Like yeah, everyone knows who Yoda weird. is. Yeah, you don't have to know a lick about Star Wars, and you know what Baby Yoda is. Yep. If you know what Baby Yoda is, you have to understand what Yoda is. If you put Yoda in a Star Wars movie and plaster his face on everything, like. <laughs> I mean, we talked about, like, could they do a Yoda movie? And we thought that that sounded crazy. <laughs> but now, like, you could do that, and people would, people would 100% see that. You know, so, I, I mean, I'm not sure if that's what they're going to do. Maybe it is, maybe it's not. But um, I think this is interesting. You know, it's it's definitely something different. This is definitely going to be, though, the, the, the test of, like, how much do people care about Star Wars outside of the Skywalker? And... Mm-hmm. This is the test. I mean, yep. You know, Solo was alright, but even Solo is very connected to the Skywalker trilogy. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's, it's all the same, you know. Versus the smuggler versus Empire. Right, exactly. <laughs> you know, this has nothing to do with anything related to any of the Skywalker movies. Right. Um, um I think another test may be, uh, um, uh, what should call it? the K2SO and Cassian joint, because that's not going to have nothing to do with no Skywalkers. Yeah, I mean, that'll be early Rebel, 
early rebellion yeah. stories yeah. and stuff. So I guess you're right. You know, in Rogue One's, you know, that plus Rogue One, yeah, are also kind of non Skywalker related. But Rogue One was very much like also piggybacking off of the sky, the, the Star Wars, yeah, the, the, you the know, original trilogy. Yeah, the, the yeah the original the trilogy and just like the the nostalgia of Star Wars being back. Yeah, that was only the second movie. So that movie, almost anyone's gonna see that movie. You put Vader in it. You say Star Wars. You got the Force Awakens that just come out. Like now, it's like all right, we're done with all that stuff. There's no yeah. more nostalgia at this point. If anyone's gonna see a Star Wars movie, they have to really be interested in it. Uh, yep. we'll, I mean, we'll see. I think there there are gonna be ways, like including Yoda, that they will guarantee themselves that they're gonna make money. Yeah, Disney knows how to do that. They know how to do it. Yeah. So they're marketing guys. It's like Rogue One. We talked about how they gonna make money with a Star Wars war film. It's like put Vader in. People, yeah. will, people will show up. Yeah. I mean, I read that Battlefront novel. I was like, they could do it. Yeah. <laughs> But um, but yeah. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. I hope it it comes soon, and I think it'll be successful as long as they are original. <laughs> yeah, I think it will be successful as long as they're original and they you know Kathleen Kennedy. Well, I look. I hate to just keep pointing at her, her directly, but she's the only one that I know of to point directly at. Yeah. Okay. I don't think the story group has free reign. I think Kennedy and the marketing people that are just reading numbers and saying what do. What do the kids like? They like Raylo. Put it in the movie. I think those are the people that are making the decisions. That's what it looks like. So it's very unfortunate um, that I have to, you know, point that stuff out. But that's just what it looks like. So I hope those people stay away and let the storytellers who want to tell stories in that time period do what they want to do. I think it'll be successful. I just, I very much do. It's not Rebels Empire. It's something different. It's something fresh. And I think it's going to be really cool. I think a lot of people are going to dig it. Um, but uh, moving on from that topic, uh, I also did want to talk about The Mandalorian because The Mandalorian had ended. We did not get a chance to review the last episode. Um, uh, this is not going to be a review of the last episode, but just very quickly, I thought it was fantastic. I very much enjoyed it. Taika Waititi is fantastic. And... Um, I just just the season as a whole. Uh, well, the reception in general has been amazing. Oh yeah, I, I think re- this exceeded their expectation. Yeah, definitely, absolutely exceeded their. Expectations. I think because of Baby Yoda, but <laughs> a lot of the business because of Baby Yoda, <laughs> but it absolutely exceeded their expectations. The uh, I believe the, the their streaming services are now valued at over a hundred billion dollars or something crazy like that. Yeah. Um. So. People are now canceling Disney Plus because the Mandalorian. Yeah, people are canceling their Disney Plus subscriptions because the Mandalorian is over, um, which is not good for Disney. But that's why they came out and announced that it's coming out. Yeah, that's why they announced that it's coming back. So you're gonna miss out. You we don't have a release date. You might miss it. So you know that's the game that they're playing now. But uh, but yeah, the Mandalorian was wonderful. The reception was just through the roof. The anticipation for the next season is through the roof. You know, I got people talk that that never talk about Star Wars, talking about Baby Yoda, talking about how oh my husband, my wife, my son, my kid loves Baby Yoda, loves the Mandalorian. Da 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 da. da. The Mandalorian has taken over pop culture, and um, 
I can't wait for the second season. Favreau did a fantastic job. Filoni did a fantastic job. Um, uh, despite what some people apparently are saying about some of his episodes, but I loved his episodes. Yeah. Um, I thought the pilot was great, and I thought his other episode was great. So, um, I hope he gets to do more live action stuff. And uh, yeah, I can't wait for the second season. Yeah, no, I mean, I've also been uh, obviously a huge fan of this series. Um, I thought it ended very well, obviously. Um, I think the most intriguing thing for me is that, and we see this a lot with movies, where when the first movie does really well, the studio will give the second movie a lot of keys. They'll give them the keys to the full to the full shed. They use all the tools. Um, I don't think Disney gave Favreau everything. You know, I don't think Lucasfilm gave Favreau everything. I think they they gave him what he could use, and he he, he excelled with it. You know, now I expect for season two, like we will be able, we're gonna see, and even the Hollywood Reporter or Variety or Deadline, one of these, one of the one of those three, I believe it was Variety, but. Uh, no, it was Hollywood Reporter. They said um, that in season two we're going to be seeing like established like Skywalker saga movie characters showing up in season two. Mm. So that will suggest that yeah, they're going to give him like a full full reign at this point because it's Mandalorian, the mainstream television series. Like you really you're 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 Tying your, you're tying one arm behind your back by not letting him use all the characters. Are we getting a trailer at Celebration? A trailer at Celebrate, probably. Celebration's going to be in what? Like, May? I believe so. Yeah, sometime in the summer. Yeah, we'll probably get a teaser. Whether or not we see it or not. There's a whole other question that only Disney and Lucasfilm can answer hmm. uh, from a PR standpoint. But in terms of, like, will they be ready to show something? I think so. Okay. Um, but yeah, I can't wait for the next season. Um, and by the way, when they say Skywalker Saga characters will show up, I think they're talking specifically about certain people. I don't think it's Luke. I don't think it's Han Solo. I do think they're talking about Boba Fett. I will say that. Ah, so you think Boba Fett's gonna make an appearance? Yeah, I'd be surprised if you just think about like logically, like who so you, would be the significant so, established movie character that they would put in this movie or put in this show that would make sense? Boba Fett would be somebody that would break the internet. Oh yeah, you know Boba Fett is confirmed alive, and they did they never they never addressed the the the, the Spurs, you know that the, the the scene at the end of the. The uh, who was it? Was it the? I don't want to call him Agent May. I forget her name. Um, I forgot her name too. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I I do not remember her name. Um, but the episode with the bounty hunter kid, you know, like, or not that episode. The episode after that. Um, no, yeah, it was that episode. The episode with the bounty hunter kid. Um, yeah, you know that episode had the tease to potentially Boba Fett. They never really addressed it. Maybe it was. Uh, oh, her name Gideon, is uh, Gideon. Fennec, Fennec Shand. Fennec Shand. Okay, I met the actress. Uh, Ming Na Wen. Oh, Ming Na Wen. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Okay, I just no, that. I could have. I could told you that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, so in the episode of Ming Na Wen, you know, we got the tease to potentially Boba Fett. Could it have been Gideon? Uh, from you know, 
the last episode, Espedito's character, John Carver Espedito's character, potentially, but they never confirmed that, so, or mm. it really addressed that at all. So, I would imagine that that wasn't Gideon. So, if it wasn't Gideon, who was that? I would guess who was Boba Fett. But. Um, wait, so what do you mean by not Gideon? Uh, who well, well, remember at the end of that episode with May Not When, we get the the last the post credit scene almost with the oh, guy yeah, walking so the in. Oh, guy walks up to her. You see the boot. You don't know who it is. People are like, oh, it sounds like I Boba Fett's that. walk. Yes, it sounds true. like the Spurs clicking on Boba Fett's shoe. And then we, we just watched Empire Strikes Back, and it, it does sound very similar. Um, and But most people, you know, wives, including me, you know, waved it off and said, that's probably John Carl Esposito's character. Right. He shows up, and there's really no connection to that at all. Hmm. So, I mean, I don't think that that was him. It could have been him still, but they didn't address that in the slightest. That's so true. it makes me think that it was someone different. If it wasn't him, then it, if you're going to put a whole post credit scene about it and not address it, I think it was Boba Fett. Hmm. I feel like Boba Fett... The thing is, this Mandalorian is, I mean, he's basically what people want Boba Fett to have been. I mean, if they put Boba Fett in this movie, what's he going to be doing? I mean, they can take liberties with the character. Maybe people won't like that. That's my thing. But, you know, Boba Fett has to be the biggest, baddest guy in the show. I mean, you can't have this guy, this Mandalorian stepping on Boba Fett's neck. I mean, I mean, I don't think it'll, I don't think it'll be that easy. <laughs> you know, he's not going to be a stormtrooper. Um, yeah, they just have to tell an interesting story. Obviously, we're going to get plenty of the 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 dark saber stuff in season two. What's what happened to uh, Bo-Katan and all of the the stuff? She was the last person to have the dark saber. Mm-hmm. You know, she she's still around. You know. Did Moff Gideon take her out? Right. You know, I mean, which, which all that leads into our next topic, which apparently Rebels is coming back. Yeah. According to some YouTubers. Um, the Kessel Run Transmission. Kessel Run. Shout source. out to Kessel Run Transmission. Because uh, they, according to their sources, Star Wars Rebels is making a return. Uh, did they say it was, come, uh, it was coming back this year? 2020. That is extremely soon. And another source on Reddit who claims to have a source, or another person claims to have a source, said it's coming last quarter. That is extremely soon. That's shocking. For I, something that's not even announced at all. Yeah. The, the guy, the second and, person, not Kessel Run Transmission, just, you have to take this with more of a grain of salt. Cause right. I give credit to Kessel Run Transmission because this is a video. They put their name, their, their faces name, to it. Their face out there. Like yeah. So I, I 100% believe them. You know, like, or you, they, you at least believe that they heard. What yeah, they heard. I believe that they, they were not making anything up. <laughs> you know, like whether or not the source has the right information or not, I don't know. But I believe that they're not just getting this from some Yahoo. Right. Uh, I think they feel confident. But uh, the Reddit stuff, I, I you got to take that with a grain of salt. But the Reddit stuff said that um, that season one is in post production and that season two is underway right now. Wow. So. Well, that it would make a, sense though when you think about like if the show's coming out in 2020 it would make sense that we're getting word now that like oh yeah this this rebel show is like out like cause it's gonna be too hard to keep that under wraps 
if the movie there's too many people now at this point working on it, you would think it would have leaked or it's it's gonna start leaking that like. So there has out. been the, you know the word that Filoni was working on something yeah. else. Yeah, as well. Yeah, that started a long, a long time. That ago. started a while ago. That Filoni's working on something else, and he's excited can't about it. Yeah. Can't say anything. Da 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 da. So that kind of leads you to believe that this stuff may be true. Now, um, when do you think this would be announced? I just actually just checked want to see when exactly celebration is. It's actually in August. It's in like late August. Oh, so we're one hundred percent getting a trailer for the Mandalorian then. Oh yeah, I agree. One hundred one thousand percent. One hundred percent getting a trailer for this as well. If this is true, but yeah, uh, well, yeah. If this is true, then yeah, I agree with that as well. Yeah, it's August twenty seventh through August thirtieth. Um. Yeah. No. Um. I, I, I look. I feel like I think this is getting announced fairly soon. I wouldn't be surprised if like with the Clone Wars. Yeah, maybe not with the Clone Wars, but maybe while that's coming out. Maybe while that's out. After after it's done, mm-hmm. I think we get an official announcement. Uh, because it's animated, they don't really have to like have some huge like window. big thing about yeah. it. Yeah, like they could they could announce it and then it come out like a month later. That's what they're doing with the Clone Wars. Like we knew the Clone Wars was coming out, but we heard nothing about it. Right. And then it's oh yeah, Clone Wars coming out next month. You know, like, wow. Yeah. Wow. Speaking quick. of speaking of the Clone Wars, we got an official release date, February seventeenth. Clone Wars will be out. Um, we will be watching it. Kendall, you got a lot of catching up to do. Uh, <laughs> no way. Yeah, there's no way I'll be able to. I mean, I'll watch season six, season five, whatever. But. Uh, man. Hey, hey, you, you, I don't know, man. That's another, that's an Anakin. You underestimate my power. I, I binged the whole series on Netflix in, like, I don't even know how many days. I remember that, man. But you were watching, I, every, like, every, eight episodes a day. I was watching, like, several episodes every night. <laughs> I would just sit in front of the TV late at night watching Star yeah, Wars and Clone Wars. That, and I was just like, look, it's on Netflix. I might as well just watch all of it, whatever. Like, I heard the series was good. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, I'll check it out. There's nothing Star Wars. I heard Disney bought Star Wars. Let me see what the show was since it's still canon, apparently. Right. So let me check it out. And I'm just sitting, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just watching, eating popcorn like, yo, this show is crazy. Watching yeah. episode after episode after episode after episode. So you, don't, trust me, you can, you can catch up. Don't yeah. think you can't catch up. You can catch up, and it is addicting. Yeah. You think, oh, I don't watch it. Maybe I don't watch a couple of stuff. Yo, the second, and you're in the second season now. This stuff heats up like really fast. Yeah. You go through these arcs like it's nothing. Next thing you know, you're on season five. Darth Maul is all all, all over the place. You're like, I can't stop watching. Yeah. So yeah, man, it is. It is very very well, good stuff. One thing that's interesting about this new Rebel show is that. Remember the animation for Star Wars Rebels was very like shaky at times. You know the lightsaber—they had a limited budget. Yeah, lightsabers kind of look like yeah, toothpicks. yeah, they're toothpicks. Well, this is going to be on Disney Plus, so expect a Clone Wars style budget for this show. Yeah, and that could be something interesting. The animation is going to be upgraded. Um, it is also supposed to take place, according to some of these sources, that in uh, in that early New Republic era. So, mm. we should be getting some interesting lore. Well, that that is fantastic. Could we get Ahsoka interacting with Luke, Leia, Sabine, and Leia? Just a lot of possibilities, man. And yeah. do we get someone like Grand Moth uh, Gideon in this show? Yeah. As is, Gideon, a is Gideon a Grand Moth or is he a Moth? Yeah, I said Grand Moth. Okay. Grand Moth <laughs> Gideon in this show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that'd be cool. Um, that's actually very exciting. That's actually post. 
uh, uh, Return of the Jedi. That's the word. That's that's very interesting. I would have expected it to be maybe post some, post some New Hope or something. I don't know. Because Rebels Hope. was like pre A New Hope. Because, I mean, you had Leia was like little, Luke was little, all this other stuff. Oh, yeah, but the end of Rebels was after the Battle of Endor. Um, well, yeah, they had that. Well, yeah, that's yeah, true. The flash that's forward. true. Yeah, they had that flash forward. That's true. So I'd imagine it would be. Yeah, that's a good point. About finding Ezra. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, Thrawn would probably have to make some other appearance. And also I, yeah, the word is, yeah, Thrawn and Ezra are supposed to be in the show. There was a lot of detail. A lot of details from this guy. Yeah. Some stuff I don't have probably, time to get yeah, into. Yeah, probably a lot of spoilers, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, I would imagine, especially since we're getting all these Thrawn, another Thrawn trilogy. Which kind of kind of let kinda, was kind of a head scratcher for me as well. Would if there were no more, um, if they weren't telling that story, yeah, yeah, if they weren't telling anything else, I was like, wow. So they're making another, uh, they're making another Thrawn trilogy, and yeah. he's and he's not on TV. He's dead. Yeah, he's not on TV. He's not in the movies. They're just making another Thrawn trilogy. They must really love Timothy Thrawn, or he must be selling out the shelves. He must be owning the shelves with his books. But um, it makes more sense if he's in a Rebel show that's coming out. So, um, so yeah, this is very, very exciting news. I cannot wait. Um, and look, we critiqued Rebels quite a bit during its run. You know, I didn't... Look, having Resistance now, I regret my critiques. <laughs> 100%. I'm going to appreciate this new show way more than I ever would have if it had never come out. Yes. Um, and, uh, look, not to, you know, dump on resistance. It's fine for kids. You know, it's a kid's show. So it's good for kids. Um, uh, so last, uh, real topic of the day. Uh, so it's kind of a, a, a two for one. So we got a couple of, uh, rumors here. Uh, so, um, one is from Daniel RPK, uh, who has a lot of sources. He tends to be right a lot of the times when it comes to the things that he says, especially Disney related, uh, especially everything Disney related. Um, so he says that the Kenobi show will feature a young Luke Skywalker. Yes, They're in the casting process. They're in the casting process to find a young Luke Skywalker, AKA a younger Sebastian Stan. Cause Sebastian Stan is the fan casting of Luke Skywalker. Um, uh, and uh, also, according to Jason Ward making Star Wars, Jar Jar Binks will also make an appearance in the Kenobi um, s- series on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, he's very well. serious about that. He's ve- yeah, apparently, he's very serious about um, saying Jar Jar will be in Kenobi, which I don't know if I... I don't know if I... One, I don't know if I believe it, right. um, just because Ahmed... And, and that's not that I don't believe uh, Jason Ward's sources. I don't know if I believe that Ahmed Ahmed Best would want to invite that kind of attention back into his life. You know, I just but I think he's past. We also have to think about the fact that Best that. is doing the Star Wars whatever whatever game show on whatchamacallit, on Disney Plus. So he's back he's in the, the forefront now. Maybe that that's like kind of deflecting. Like yeah, you know, exactly. It's very positive. Like you know, forget about Jar Jar. Like yeah, but he he's not like the the dude that played Anakin in Phantom Menace. That just, oh yeah, Jake Lloyd. Yeah, he's not Jake Lloyd. Where you know he just wants nothing to do with Star Wars, you know, in any capacity. <laughs> you know, right. he was like that at one point, but uh, seems like he's trying to get back. Um, you know, we've seen him at Celebration in the last couple of years, it seems like. So, I, yeah. I don't know. You know, I 
I'll say this. I don't think it'll be a major role. So, okay. Well, I mean, I, I, him making a cameo, I think, is possible. Though, I don't think it makes sense though, for him to be in anything more than a cameo. Me neither. And, <laughs> uh, you know, honestly. And, like, um, <laughs> it's I... It's only four or five episodes anyway. Yeah. So, I was like, why would Jar Jar be a major part of it? That would tank the show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That and would I, be a really bad thing. And I'm not even, like, a, a big, like, kill Jar Jar right. kind of guy. Anti-Jar Jar. Anti-Equal. Yeah. But, like, that would tank the show. That would kind of sour my experience. Like, why is he in this show so much? <laughs> you know, like, this is Kenobi. Make it Kenobi. You know? Like, even in Clone Wars, like, he's rarely in it. Yeah, he's barely he's in it. When he's in it, it's pretty cool. Because, well, it's Jar Jar. It's like, but... oh, cool, Jar Jar. That's funny. You know, but, like, that's it. Right. So, um, so, so yeah, I don't know. I don't know that I believe that this is really going to happen. I think they may have offered it to him. I think they may have to- talked to him about it. Uh, maybe he... I don't even think he approached them about it. I think they approached <laughs> him about it. I don't think he wants to do it. Is there is, is there any way that like is there any story that you can imagine where like Jar Jar would make sense? No. In that timeline, like what? Do you, no. I'm like I'm surprised he's still around. We don't know anything about Jar Jar post episode three. No, no. So, so I, I I mean this is very interesting on some level, but um. Is like he on Jar- Tatooine? Jar Jar's yeah. What yeah? What is Jar Jar doing in the story at all? I mean, unless they they can all be leaving Tatooine. Unless they shift to something political. Unless there's some other storyline off Tatooine, right? And Jar Jar happens to have a cameo somewhere, which I wouldn't hate necessarily, but I just don't know why Ahmed best. I don't know why he would invite any of that attention because people are just going to be negative and mean. And I don't like I don't like it, but it's it's how Star Wars fans are apparently. I, look, I, I think people. Um, I I will say I think I don't think people can be as negative about this as as we think. I think because it's so like ridiculous, I think people have fun with it. Um, there are gonna be some people that can be really negative with it, but I don't think it'll be necessarily like the because I don't think people are gonna look at it as like a political. Cause that's been the 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 main anger. Towards Star Wars is people think that Disney is making political messages with the mm-hmm. with the way the direction of the, of the franchise. Right. However you feel about that, that's 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 where a lot of the tension lies with a certain segment of the fan base. Right. I, 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 that Jar Jar has nothing has no bearing on that. It's goofy. Right. You may not like it, but I don't think there will be like vitriol. Like there's vitriol vitriol towards Daisy Ridley. Boyega, uh, you know Kelly Marie Tran, yeah. on some level. I I don't think that. I mean, if you if they if you're sending vitriol, I'm, I'm not best. I, it's just, like, what's wrong with you're you? just a Grinch? Yeah, it's just like what's wrong with you, man? Jar Jar Binks, you know. Now look, if, if well, he's look, in the I, if he's in the show a whole lot at the same at the same token, I was saying that stuff. Yeah, you were you saying know, that stuff before, for a long yeah, time. I was like, years. why are these people trying to say this guy's a bad person, a bad actor? <laughs> like, yeah. All this stuff is like, you kill yourself. like, what's wrong you know, with you yeah, people? people you know? Crazy stuff. So I just, I think he's done with the character. I don't believe he's going to be in the show. I don't think it would make sense for him to be in the show um, in any, in any even, even slightly major capacity. I don't know if he'll have any lines. He might just be in the background somewhere. So I don't know. Maybe he'll they'll have a Jar Jar uh, cameo, quote unquote, somewhere in Kenobi. But that'll be it. I don't think it'll. If he's in it, it, he's gonna be in it. Very. It's gonna be a cameo. That's it. Um, And as for young Luke, that's uh, pretty exciting. I would say it's a surprise. 
But though maybe it shouldn't be. I'm, I'm not surprised. Yeah, it's a surprise for me, though maybe it shouldn't have been. It's interesting that they are... It's interesting I, that they're casting a young Luke Skywalker, like, mm-hmm. it, just from the sense that, like, I mean, this could be the first person to not be Mark Hamill. Yeah. That plays Luke. Very, I mean, this is a, this could be a potentially huge casting. Yeah. We could get a movie based on this kid. I, I mean, I think that, um, well, yeah, potentially, actually. Uh, but I think that the reason I'm surprised is because in the Kenobi novel, Luke played no part whatsoever. I mean, it was just Kenobi uh, versus the Sand People. Um, and versus the townspeople, and it was a very it was a thing where he was trying to be left alone, uh, having to protect Luke from certain forces, and having to. But Luke didn't know about it. Luke was never, he was never, you know, uh, uh, talking to Ben. He wasn't doing stuff with Ben. Um, he was just in the desert. Ben was watching him silently, making sure he's safe. You know, making sure Tatooine stays a... I mean, you can make Tatooine a quote-unquote safe place, but making sure that it wasn't just a horrifying place where Luke was going to be killed, you know? Right. So, um, so yeah, but Luke wasn't a, a really a character. So I wonder if this is going to be similar, where Luke is just kind of in the background, um, or is Luke going to be like a real character? Because I know in the comics as well, uh, that the um, in the Star Wars comic, when they had the Obi Wan Kenobi stories, um, he was uh, I believe he was like interact he was actually interacting with Luke, uh, which is pretty um, pretty cool stuff. Or you'd see Luke interacting with other people and stuff. So it was Luke was in it. Yeah. So maybe that's the route that they're going for this series. Um. Yeah. Uh, one more thing on the on the Jar Jar is. Uh, Jason Ward in his article talked about how uh, this is supposed to be it's supposed to be one sequence, so it's more of a cameo of okay. Obi Wan and Jar Jar reminiscing about the past. That's more. Uh, he said Jar Jar is gonna have a beard. Um, he's okay. gonna be old, grizzly. And he also mentioned that Jar Jar was in Aftermath, which I didn't realize. He's in the Aftermath trilogy. He was like a clown on the blue or something like that. I don't even remember. <laughs> I have no idea what that is. I don't remember. It's just that Wikipedia, like, inciting <laughs> swab of Star Wars stuff. I don't remember that. It must have been just one scene, one thing that you just, you know. I, it was probably a thing for me at the time when I read it, but it was so long ago. Yeah. I do not remember that. Um, But, uh, but yeah, it's interesting stuff. Somewhat interesting stuff. Um. I also did want to mention that I have finished the Resistance Reborn novel. Uh, I thought it was very good. Re- Rebecca Roanhorse is very talented. She writes Poe Dameron and Black Squadron very well. She writes Wedge Antilles very well. Um, Wedge played a very fairly significant role in the book, and I thought that was very fun. Um, and it was just it was a very good story, leading into the Rise of Skywalker. Um, you know, it's too bad that I didn't like the Rise of Skywalker as much, but the book was very good, very, very good. Um, so yeah, I enjoyed it and I highly recommend it for people, anyone that hasn't read it yet. I'm also getting through Force Collector right now by Kevin Shinnick. Um, and that is also pretty interesting. It's, 
is it has a little bit of some YA flavor to it where, you know, you got young characters and one of them's kind of annoying and I, ah, you know, it's, it's going one of these, the kid is, uh, the main character in the book's trying to, he has the power to sense the past of the objects he touches because he, he's in two with the force. Right. His other character in the book is this girl who doesn't believe in the Jedi and she's, you know, making fun of him and all this stuff. I'm just like, geez, this is just an annoying character. You know, for me, as someone that likes the Jedi Order, it's just an, kind of an annoying. I'm hoping this doesn't last the whole book. That's kind of the one thing that's kind of picking at nick, nipping at me throughout this whole book is this character just picking at the Jedi and saying they're not real, blah, 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 which I never liked that in the sequel trilogy as a whole. Right, right, that they're right. a myth, quote unquote. The Jedi, yeah, like, it wasn't that long ago. They're a myth. They're just in the history books, but no one saw them. No one saw them. They were all over. Yeah. <laughs> for hundreds of years, apparently. Yoda was in the Jedi Order for hundreds of years. <laughs> How is no one... They're a myth. They're a myth? How is that possible? That, like, that's, that'd be like us saying, like, you know, the president. You yeah. know, the Abraham Lincoln's a myth. Yeah. George, George Washington, that myth. He never existed. He never... That's like the Flat Earthers and stuff like this. <laughs> like, what do you mean a myth? <laughs> How long I, I really don't like that. I really don't. I know they're trying. It's a big galaxy, quote unquote, fine. <laughs> but, you know, like the Jack, if you want to say their powers are exaggerated, right. if, one, if people want to say them, stuff yeah. like that, sure. Oh, the Jedi, they're kind of weird mystics or whatever. think they have powers. Sure. The Jedi didn't exist. What? Yeah, I don't like that. I just, I really don't like that. I don't like that story point. It doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know why they adopted it. I would have had, I would have been, if I were in the story group, I would be the guy saying, what are we doing? I hate this idea. I do not put my name on it. It's a bad idea. But I'm not in the story group. So what do I know? Um, but outside of that, I'm enjoying the book so far. The character's kind of getting on my nerves, but I'm hoping that kind of tones down. She seems to be coming around so far where I am in the book. So, um, you know, so so hopefully it doesn't uh, last that much longer. But, um, but yeah, uh, so that's about where I'm at. I'm also going to try to catch up in the Kylo Ren comic. I know that's making a lot of waves online right now. and There's a lot of rumors going around and theories going around and things being confirmed and unconfirmed. So I will get to the Kylo latest issue of the Kylo Ren comic as well. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'll be keeping tabs on Resistance as well, because I don't know when the last episode is, but I feel like it's gotta be coming up. Yeah. So. I have not watched Resistance since Mandalorian came out, so. Yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, it's been, I've been telling you, kind of, it's been getting a little bit better. Um, we got a couple of interesting things going on, so, I mean, we'll see. Yep. Alright, but that'll do it for this show. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, this is a new year, new Star Wars, new Imperial broadcast. We'll be having some more um, uh, interesting stuff uh, to do, interesting stuff to talk about. We'll try to get more guests on this year. Uh, hopefully we'll we'll get to do more interesting things. Uh, don't know if we're going to get to Galaxy's Edge this year, but we'll see what happens. If not this year, definitely... We may have a Galaxy's Edge review next week. No, according to Kendall... We may have a Galaxy's Edge review next podcast, uh, but don't, I won't make any promises, so I can't make any promises. It won't come from us. But. Yeah, it won't, won't come from us, but we may have a Galaxy's Edge review next podcast, but we'll see. Um, 
All right, so that'll do it for this show. Thank you guys so much for listening. I'm your host, Shamari, joined by Kendall. We will see you guys next time. Peace. Everything you will do, and everything you will do, just make the force be with you.